Hello everyone, welcome back to this show. In this episode, I'm going to talk about intermittent fasting, the benefits of intermittent fasting that goes beyond weight loss, how to do intermittent fasting, and what should you eat when you do intermittent fasting. Stay tuned. So, most of you have heard of intermittent fasting before and all the hype about weight loss, about how it improves uh, metabolic health. And there actually, there are a lot of studies that back up all of these uh, facts. So several lines of evidence also support the hypothesis that eating patterns that reduce or eliminate nighttime eating and prolong nightly fasting intervals may result in sustained improvements in human health. Intermittent fasting regimens are hypothesized to influence metabolic regulation via effects on A. Circadian biology B. The gut microbiome and C. Modifiable lifestyle behaviors, such as sleep. If proven to be efficacious, these eating regimens offer promising non-pharmacological approaches to improve health at the population level with multiple public health benefits. So intermittent fasting has beneficial effects on the lipid profile and it is associated with weight loss and a modification of the distribution of abdominal fat in people with obesity and type 2 diabetes. I read about intermittent fasting uh, around three years ago and there were a lot of studies saying about how improved lipid profiles and the benefits also of neurogenesis which is when new neurons are formed in the brain. So I started to implement in uh, doing intermittent fasting in my routine because not necessarily because I wanted to lose weight, but because I wanted to understand uh, much better how it works and the effects that it will have on me. So I started progressively doing intermittent fasting from 12 hours fasting, 14 hours, progressively until 16 hour fast. Because intermittent fasting window is 16 hours or 18 hours of fast, and then an eight hour window to eat your meals. So progressively I started doing it, and I basically all I started doing it was uh, skipping breakfast not having breakfast in the morning and just eating at lunch in either midday or the afternoon so the night before as soon as i um, finished my dinner let's say around 8 p.m i set the timer on my phone and then the next day i didn't eat anything until uh, midday which it would be 16 hour fast now a true fast it will be no liquids, no drinks, nothing. That's too extreme. But in this case, I was having water in the morning, uh, uh, a black coffee without milk or anything like that. And in the morning, I did notice that I, as far as I can remember, I did notice a little bit of hunger when I woke up because, you know, um, cortisol spikes in the morning. So you get a little bit of hunger there, but then I ignore it and then I was able to continue. 
And after I have my coffee, because while I was fasting, I was studying nutrition. So I realized that my brain was much sharper. Like my um, concentration improved. Uh, not sure if it's because of neuroneogenesis, whatever. And I progressively broke my fast with protein and some uh, veg, vegetables and fruit. So I was doing it very, and I still keep doing it, but I did it very rigid, religiously, sorry, because, you know, intermittent fasting is meant to be without snacks in between. So if you have your meal at 12, and then your next meal at four, and then your last meal at eight, you shouldn't have any snacks in between, so you're still fasting in between those hours. When you fast, especially for weight loss, your body is eating its own fat, its own glucose to produce energy. There are many benefits also in the gut microbiome because you're not eating, so your digestive system has some time to rest. And it's not obviously focused on digestion. So your gut microbiome improves. Um, another thing that I noticed is that I didn't have cravings of for snacking. Like I, I gotta admit, I before following all of this new regimen and diet that I'm doing now, before I used to eat four or five times or even six times a day, you know, to build muscle. And uh, I feel like I was hungry every two hours, something like that. And when I, after I started doing intermittent fasting, I wasn't hungry. My hunger or my cravings went away, but it can also be because when I do have my meals, I have high nutrient dense foods, especially high protein foods like eggs, meat, um, fish, let's say, or even organ meats nowadays. And of course with some vegetables and salad and add some fat as well. So that was allowing me to go from one meal to the other without being hungry. So that, that was great. And I did notice that I dropped some body fat percentage when I was doing intermittent fasting. So I started doing intermittent fasting. It was in 2020 during the lockdown. So just before breaking my fast, I was doing uh, cardio or HIIT. And it was obviously in a fast state. So when you do cardio or you exercise, while you're fasting, your body is using its own fat to produce energy. So that's going to improve, obviously, insulin, and it's going to help with weight loss. I believe intermittent fasting is one of the best ways to lose weight. But I also believe that we need to get healthy first to be able to lose the weight. Because when you get healthy, eat healthy, cut down on sugars, seed oils, uh, reduce slightly your carbs, plus intermittent fasting and exercise 
keeping stress levels low, you're sleeping well, lifestyle. When you combine all of that together, you naturally get healthy, your uh, hormones improve, metabolic health improve, everything improves, so uh, the weight loss or the looking better is going to be a byproduct of all of those habits and actions that you're doing. So in order to use intermittent fasting for weight loss, I will advise to start progressively from 12 hours to 13, 14, up to 16 or even 18 or even 20 hours of fast. Now, some of you might say, yeah, in women is going to mess up hormones. So to be honest with you guys, I read many studies where the thing is that when it comes to studies, because we're all different. So what I'm doing for me is working for me. It may not work for you. So I believe that uh, everything is going to be very, um, it's going to come down to the individual. Some of the studies were saying that the uh, hormones being altered or out of balance because of fasting in women, it was because they had already unbalanced hormones. That's what, what these studies were saying. And yeah, most of the benefits, it looks like it's going to be on men because when you're, when a man is fasting, uh, testosterone increases, human growth hormone, it also increases. In women, uh, human growth hormone, it also increases. I get some testosterone, but you know, he, uh, the woman body is a little bit more complex than uh, the man's body. So it may have some uh, side effects with uh, doing intermittent fasting, but in this uh, uh, case, I would just recommend maybe doing it progressively if you're a woman, if you notice uh, hormones being out of balance, then back it up. A little bit and not doing that much fast but the benefits of intermittent fasting are so many i've used it with clients they had uh, very good results by uh, doing it of course you need to reduce your carbohydrates go down on sugar and all of that and you realize that we don't need to be eating every two hours or every often the thing is that there is something called the circadian biology, which is the biological clock. Your body does different functions and hormonal functions different times of the day. So there are times that we are meant to be eating and there are times that we're not meant to be eating. But most of the time, we're not hungry. I say from experience, I wasn't really hungry. I was probably bored when I feel like I needed a snack or something. But it's, it's a matter of uh, knowing when you're hungry and when you're bored. Obviously, if you're hungry and then you get dizzy and you get grumpy or hangry, then obviously eat something. If you try to do intermittent fasting and skipping breakfast and you feel horrible, then eat something. Some studies will say that this is 
caused by insulin resistance, some form of insulin resistance. Okay, but if you're very hungry, just eat something and you can always just skip dinner instead. So it would be also ideal if you're doing intermittent fasting for weight loss with no snacking in between. When you snack, you're stopping your body from fat burning because you're going to spike insulin. And obviously when you're eating, your body's not eating its own fat anymore. So you got to use self-discipline to not snack in between. But I promise, if you have enough protein plus veggies and some salad with some healthy fats like olive oil, uh, let's say some nuts, olives, or even half avocado, the fat won't necessarily help you to lose more fat or burn more fat but it will allow you to go from one meal to the other without being hungry. And obviously that's gonna help with weight loss. Intermittent fasting works because you, if you are in a restrictive time window, you are in a calorie deficit. So I don't like to promote only calories in, calories out, because calories come from anywhere. You can have a croissant and you can have a piece of salmon, both are giving you calories, but salmon is giving you calories and nutrients that your body needs. The croissant is giving you pleasure, dopamine, but it's not really giving you nutrients. It may give you a spike in insulin and energy, but then you're gonna crash again. So that's my experience with intermittent fasting. Uh, the things that you should eat when you fast, if you want to lose weight, then it will be ideal, like I said, reduce the carbohydrates. Personally, I believe that the best source of carbohydrates will be potatoes, because potatoes will give you potassium, vitamin C, magnesium, and depending on which type of potato, if it's sweet potato, it will give you some beta carotene, which is a pre-vitamin A, I don't really like, um, so I'm talking about nutrition from a nutrition point of view. I don't like pasta, I don't like bread, I don't like oats or grains. Okay, they're not, they may have some nutrients, I'm not saying they're void of nutrients, but the phytates and the lectins in those, in the wheat or grains is going to stop your body from absorbing zinc, magnesium, and so on, essential minerals. So I believe the best source of carb carbohydrates will be uh, potatoes. And, the, and then having some protein, the more protein you have, the more satiated you'll be, and you won't feel hungry. Also vegetables and salads will provide uh, some more potassium, magnesium, vitamin K1. And if you add the fat to the salads, will help to absorb and break down the uh, fossil vitamins in the salad, like vitamin K1, like I say. So if you were to have, let's say, uh, steak or fish with a bit of potato, or a bit of veggies and salad, ideally would be better not to have any form of carbohydrates. So you are in some form of ketosis, not fully on ketosis, 
but you're using fat as fuel and not glucose. Personally, I've been uh, experimenting myself when I have my first meal after I break my fast. I use fruit as my source of carbohydrate and a bit of, a bit of honey, especially berries and maybe orange and when I was in uh, Las Palmas I was uh, eating papaya, papaya is amazing, it's got amazing digestive enzymes plus uh, so on the, the protein sources and I felt like my energy was more stable I wasn't crashing like if I were to have uh, too much potatoes or bread yeah some of you might say well you if you follow my Instagram you'll see that it's a lot of food there but um, it's mostly using fruits as a fuel for carbohydrates rather than the wheat and let's say the bread and that what most people will eat for breakfast. Fruit is fine, I will say berries especially. Uh, nothing wrong with pineapple, papaya. Fruit will be fine as long as you're not on a high calorie uh, diet coming from too many carbohydrates uh, honey is also really good i will say a teaspoon that will help you to do um, to have some energy okay especially if it's from pre-workout uh, if you decide to have carbohydrates uh, and i will keeping close around your workouts because then you're going, your body, you're going to use them for energy and after you work out you'll be more insulin uh, sensitive so you'll be able to uh, digest and uh, utilize the carbohydrates much better i will keep them around your workouts so if you decide to have carbohydrates now some of you might think what about rice i so most people think that brown rice is healthier than white rice. Yeah, it may have some nutrients, but it has is higher in, in phytates and lectins and arsenic. So when they go through the process, uh, the, the process, and then it turns into white, it's gonna have less uh, levels of phytates, lectins, and I think almost non-arsenic at all and it's going to be much better so white rice it will be fine I'd say organic and I will also say talk about the portions uh, when you have your rice or your carbohydrates uh, also I wanted to mention guys don't take everything I say I'm not your guru, I'm not a fitness guru, I'm just here to share information that has helped me and my clients. You can use your own critical thinking to do your own research, try it on yourself and see if it works, right? So once again, this is just me sharing information here. If you want to read the studies that I'm talking about you can always uh, send me a, a message on instagram and i can send you the link or i can put them on my story if you want to hear uh, 
read about the studies that I was talking about. Right, so this will be uh, benefits of intermittent fasting part one. In some other episodes, I can talk about some other benefits of intermittent fasting, but otherwise it's going to be very long. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And I wish you all a good week and a good day or a good night, whatever you are listening to me in the world. Thank you.